Good morning, Upper East Siders. Or is it? We hear a certain future royal has had more than one rude awakening this week. Yes, it's been a week. <laughs> it's been a week. It's been a week. Happy Wednesday. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, your favorite Gossip Girl podcast. I said it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season five, episode seven, The Big Sleep No More. Original air date, November 14th, 2011, written by Dan Steele, directed by Vince Messino. Messiano. How's it spelled? M-I-S-I-A-N-O. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-V-I. <laughs> That's my first thought. <laughs> oh, I already know the vibe tonight. Here we go. Missiano. I'm just going to go I like that. Missiano. Missiano, like Missy Elliott. Sure. Yes. So at the Sleep No More production, plenty of surprising romantic twists by the end of the evening are in store. Meanwhile, Diana sets her sights on Serena in the quest to ruin Gossip Girl. Dan is out of his book tour, out on his book tour, but things aren't exactly as they appear to his friends and family. <laughs> Dan's part was so minuscule in this episode. But also romantic gestures or however you phrase yeah, it. Yeah, it was um, romantic twists, surprising romantic twists. There was no romance in this. What was the romantic twists? There were twists that- and games, but I wouldn't call them romantic. No, same. No one ended on a romantic no, note. No, no. <laughs> and and Dan was on tour. He's on tour. Can you let us know how you say it's the tour? It's tour. It's the tour. It's a tour. <laughs> I was like, guys. Um. So we have Serena who says apricots when she's supposed to be from New York. Max, who's supposed to be from California, says apricot. But okay. And also Dan saying tour. I'm like, no. Any New Yorker would say tour. It's and, a tour. And it's apricot. And it's apricot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let us know. I would love if you could send us voice memos. Yes. Send us voice memos of how you say tour. Tour. Like, now I have to think about tour. It's tour. But if my full New York style, it's a, you're going on tour. <laughs> you're going on tour there's, and that's it. Well, everything ends in vowels. Before you go on tour, you walk the tour. <laughs> you walk the tour. With a cup of coffee. <laughs> that's it. It comes out. If, it does. Well, and it now... Does. Because I'm deep in my Sopranos watch. Oh, it's I'm forget it about, just forget about it. out of here. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway. Did you enjoy the movie? I did. I very Rand much did. Rand hasn't watched it yet, but he's planning on doing it. I very much Let us know did. if you have. Sidebar, if anybody is a Sopranos fan, DM me. Michelle's a huge Sopranos fan. all I want to do is talk <laughs> about it. And apparently seven years ago, I was re-watching the Sopranos. I was watching it for the first time. All my time hops are like, all I want to do is talk about Sopranos at this time. And That's I'm like. so funny. What the heck? Yeah. Anyway, let's continue. Let us know. All right. So we're sipping on a glass full of gossip tonight titled The Stuff of Nightmares. Because even though it's not a very threatening drink, but uh, we had some bubbly seltzer, but it's the bubbly bounce, which has caffeine. And it was perfect because when you don't go to sleep, it's because you drank caffeine, which you don't want to sleep no more. You know what I'm saying? It's perfect. Yeah. Great. Very fun. And the nightmare also like Diana's nightmare. And Blair was having nightmares of Chuck. Well, she claims there were nightmares. Right, 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 right. Diana, whoa. 
whoa. As I said last week, I was like, she just twists and turns and manipulates every single person in this episode. Yeah. She's a puppet master. She really is. I it's, said that last it's week. It's very but... impressive. Yeah. But like very worrisome. <laughs> well, now well, we'll get to it. But yeah. I don't but understand. But is she it. the puppet master or no. someone else? I guess not. But you don't. I, I know. I will so try much. to orchestrate so where it's better. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, my three gossip words from last week were Tua, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, um, for a dance book tour, which you predicted. Performance. <laughs> you were like, M- numbers, math, something. And I'm like, well, let her think that because there's actually a performance, a Sleep No More performance, which is so cool. And everyone in the chat was like, I want to do this. I would love to do this. It's it would be so fun. I have had friends who have gone before. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, and failure. Dan's a failure. Ivy kind of failed. Lots of failures. Serena's failing. Serena's like failing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but mainly for Dan's book. Right. He's a failure. And Blair trying to prove that Chuck's a failure. Right. Right. That was a good word list. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we'll start with Blair. So she's, as we said, been having these dreams about Chuck since he apologized to her last week. She calls them nightmares because to her, Chuck being good is a nightmare. (laughs) So she thinks Chuck's apology is just a facade. He's just trying to mess with her, get her closer and closer to be like, uh, pretty much like to get back on the good graces very close to the royal wedding. Like she's like, I know what he's doing. He's doing it because of me. Which is like selfish much, but like, right. But like she's used to this. Right. And it's so Blair to think this way. Absolutely. And so she even sees on Gossip Girl and in the tabloids, Chuck is doing all these good deeds. And she's like, this is just makes me want to expose him even more. I know he's not actually good. So throughout the day, Dare, Dare Blair spots Chuck in the action of his good deeds and even at her duck pond, which she was not a fan of. Like, this is sacred territory. I want it in the treaty. Right. This is mine. He's like, you're right. I'm sorry. I'll go. And it makes her crazy because he's just, he's still being that good person. So Dorota's like, Blair, why can't we just believe that Chuck is a good person and you're only acting like this because Louis is out of town and you guys are on the outs. So like, duh. Yeah. Right. So during this time, we have Chuck working on himself, which is great. He's not trying to get triggered by his old habits. He's been going to therapy. He's been donating. He's been getting his mind off of Blair. He's so props a to him. Busy schedule because he said you really need to keep busy to stay on the right track. Yeah, he's like the only way I can be good is to like actually be good. Right. So that's good. It's it good is. that he's doing this. Very good. Um, and he's putting off his time and effort into charity and helping others and animals. And it's really sweet. So he decides to throw a charity event, the Sleep No More event. And he sends out all these invites, but he's excluding Blair because, you know, that's his kryptonite. He doesn't want her a part of it. And also she's on to him. So Blair goes to Chuck's event anyway. <laughs> You know, that's Blair. And she follows him around and she's making sure she's watching him and she corners him in a very secluded part of this hotel, bar, whatever it is, um, to see if he'll make a move. And she's taunting him so badly. And it's almost like laughable at this point. Like, the this is such a chair scene. Yeah. Just like a and I said r- ridiculously that. dramatic scene of her toying with him and him trying to fight back his like emotions and michelle's like here he is vampire chuck again right right and of course he 
pulls her in close and he kisses her like a, a very to him passionate kiss. But she slaps him and she's like, I knew it. I knew you didn't change. And he's like, yeah, 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 Blair, you know everything. Like, I'm bad, Chuck. Go ahead. And we do see the exchange of him and Dorota. And Dorota looks surprised and Chuck looks surprised. So it's like, wait, what? What's I happening know, here? I know. We, right. And so later on, we find out that this was just a play that Chuck wanted Blair to think he hasn't changed. So because he ended up texting Dorota. Right. Like, thank, thank you. you. I guess Dorota sort of led, like, Lord Blair there. Even Maybe. though she, all of her trying to stop Blair kind of pushed her more to fi- figuring out if Chuck and has changed. Maybe she didn't know the full plan. So right. when they kissed, she was like, wait, wait what's what? happening? <laughs> right. right. I mean, it, this is just so chair and it just, <laughs> these two love to play games and essentially that's what they were doing. It's a whole game. And we're all playing the chair yeah. game again. They're both role playing without even knowing their role play. I mean, like right. Chuck knows what he's doing. Blair knows what she's doing, but neither of them know what the other is doing. <laughs> but like Chuck knows that Blair's trying to. Yeah, he knows. She's like, oh, come on. I mean, this was just kind of, this is the parts of Blair that I guess you do have to love Blair for her because this is so essentially Blair, but it it's not my favorite parts of Blair. No, it's not at all. And when we were doing this, I was like, oh, come on, we're doing this. Come on, Blair. Like, you couldn't do anything else in this episode. They wouldn't give her anything else to do. And, like, it, it also just shows that you're clearly still in love with him. Right. I, I mean, mean Louis out of town. On. The only thing you can focus on is figuring out if Chuck is a good person. You know, and Dorota and Serena both see it. Yeah. And Chuck, honestly, you see it. But Chuck also, I think understands Blair and this is the game she's playing like he knows she still loves him right he's but forcing he's saying, her to make like, the decision yeah, like, you you need to move on this is better for you right like I'm not good for you maybe I'll become someone one day that would be good for you right. but like please let me go because I'm trying to let you go right which is it's pretty selfless as Nate says like it's a pretty selfless thing when you love someone you let them go right and so yeah, so, you know, good for Chuck that he's trying to move on with his life. Yeah, he's not on the shit list this week. No, definitely not. No. Um, but that's really the chair stuff. So <laughs> something that's not moving on is Padge. He can't get it together. Rufus and Lily have a video chat with him in the morning, and Dan's on his book tour, and he's very aloof about the details, saying he doesn't even know what city he's in. He's not really sure. But then we soon realize he's not actually on the book tour. He left in Boston. Yeah. He still checked into the hotel in Boston, but he's not in the hotel. And Alessandra is calling Rufus, like, where could he be? Rufus is like, I, I have no idea. So they're going to head out to go find him. It seems as though Rufus's car breaks down. He's never dr- driven it. He hasn't drove it in. I was super confused about all like, of that. Because it's by that time, it's like nighttime. I'm like, so it took you all these hours to figure out your car doesn't start. Right. Whatever. But we go to the loft and Rufus sees Dan is there. He's hiding out. He's like on his laptop with his headphones. He's moping around. He's like, I'm a failure, dad. Like my tour got less and less people each city we went to. And it was really depressing for me. And like nobody cares. And I'm a failure. And Rufus gives him like the most amazing speech. This whole scene could have been deleted, but I knew we need this like Rufus stuff. <laughs> it's true. You know, it's I'm so like, true. Because Dan's like, yeah, I'll take that advice, dad. <laughs> and But then doesn't. But it, Rufus is essentially saying like when we started out in the band and it, it only took one person for our, our name to really get out there, but it, you need to put in the work. You need to show your face to people. And Dan's like, yeah, dad. 
great advice. I'm going to do that. And Gee, like, golly. when we like wrap it up, I'm like, wait, so why did we need to have this whole storyline this episode? Yeah. I mean, maybe to uh, humble him a little bit because he's been Definitely. on the bestseller and then you travel. Like, listen, did you really think you were going to be so popular across the country? Like, not across the country, but I guess they were doing this, the coasts. I guess the coast, yeah. The states of the coast. I mean, what did you think? You were going to be hotshot? <laughs> right, you were going to get thousands and thousands of people, I guess, because, you know, he was on the news and, like, people were it going to, to Barnes him. and Noble or whatever yeah. it was. Like, he's like, oh, wow, this is great. But then the movie deal fell through. Right. And there's no hype about it anymore. And so people are coming, but, like, some, he was saying, well, sometimes they were coming just because it was raining and they came inside. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe one of those people, they came inside and they want to hear what you have to say. Right. You don't know. Right. So he just he gave up he gave up way too quickly. Yes. For someone who I feel like shouldn't, but I mean it's fitting for Dan. Yes, it is. It's very fitting for him. Yeah. So um on to Nate Chivey stuff. And we'll mention Serena. Nivey. Nivey. <laughs> so Nate is talking to Chuck about how he, he went public with Diana, but still nothing has changed. It's still work and sex, and that's all that they have. And so he's looking for something a little bit more. And so Chuck's like, well, maybe you should look for some, basically someone else, someone more. So we pan over to Diana, who's on the phone mysteriously with someone. And she's explaining that she's going to take down Gossip Girl. And don't worry, I'm not going to lose Nate or Serena. It's very mysterious. And you're like, what is this? Who are my guesses? I guess. Right (laughs) off the bat, you were like, did you only say Patch? I First, I was like, oh my God, on the other line, maybe it's Patch. And then I thought, oh, it's Max. Oh, Max. That's who you thought it was. Because I remember I looked at you. It was like like, a light bulb. Is it Max on the phone? (gasps) I was like, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we later find out that her plan is to take down Gossip Girl by using Serena to do this. And she mentions to Chivy that we need to start a war between Gossip Girl and Serena. And Charlie, you're the one that needs to make this happen. So Nate decides to talk to Chivy per Chuck's advice. And he's coming on very strong, even though he's in this sort of relationship with Diana. I'm like, I don't like this. No. It's grimy. It's gross. I don't like. And then at that point, he hasn't even established with Diana that they're like, like seeing other people kind of thing. Like, I'm just like. Ew, Nate. It was bad looks, bad move. Bad Didn't move. Li- did not like did it. Did not like it at all. Um, but he's telling Charlie, like, I, I want, I want something more. And and Chivy's like, you have a girlfriend, like, tell Diana, but don't talk to me about and it. And she said she had a boyfriend, which she right. said she was lying. But he's like, oh come on, I don't believe that. It's wrong. If someone don't says, say that, uh, 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 that means they're not interested, right? And you're making it awkward, yes, and uncomfortable. And not I don't good. like it. Mm-mm. I don't like it. So. Chivy goes into Diana's office, who she's, of course, reprimanding her yet again. And please don't steal my man. And she's like, look, Diana, <laughs> Nate came on to me this time. I know maybe you don't want to hear it, but maybe you should like loosen up in your relationship. And I'm like, wait, what? And then Diana interprets that as, oh, we should like take some time apart and you can go fool around. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I know. I, I'm i so confused by this. So he can they're because then they decide we're not going to be not exclusive. exclusive and she's like we could do that if you don't want it she's like that's what that's if that's what you want i'm cool right. with it and he, i'm like he never said that though he even he looks confused like we he's do he's like we oh 
okay, so you're giving me permission to go find someone else. He literally runs after Charlie after that. But the thing is, it's like you cannot, we're non-exclusive, but you can't fool around with Chivy. Right. So it's like, but then you're just a hypocrite. Like in the (laughs) the office, you can't, you know, you're mine, but I guess what I don't see. Because Chivy does work there. And Chivy knows a lot. Right. She she knows knows way more than she should. Right. Yeah. It's still very, Diana's such a wishy wishy. Plus, well, oh, well, (laughs) now I have some thoughts, but continue. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. Um, So Nate is like more serious about this. He even tells Diana, I'll go find a job somewhere else. But she's like, oh, no, I'm going to go to Paris for the weekend. Like, we take some time. You have fun. And, you know, if you come back to me, then so be it. That's great. He's like, all right, sure. So he's like basically a free man. He's following around Chivy on the street. And Chivy's on this secret mission, which he doesn't know about yet, from Diana to get a picture of Serena with this boy for <laughs> to take down Gossip Girl. It's all very right. Because, like, if if. Serena starts trending again on Gossip Girl. That will help the blog. Right. And then they can but essentially take Diana's, over. Mm, Diana's plan is for Serena and to be on Gossip Girl. Right. To take down Gossip Girl. It's right. Because very... we have to get her showing again. So then people will read Serena's personal right. blog and go to Spectator. Right. And Charlie is like putting ideas in Serena's head like, oh, you should be seen with a boy. Yeah. So we am. But she's working for Diana. Um. So when Chivy is walking with Nate and she sees Max, her ex-boyfriend, on the street, she decides, let me kiss Nate until Max is gone so that Max doesn't realize I'm here and recognizes me. What a mess. It's a mess. And Nate's like, wow. (laughs) Golly, Chivy. Wow, this is what I was talking (laughs) about. This is what I mean. Our chemistry is crazy. Let's go grab a milkshake. You can see her. She's like, oh, my God. What am I doing? Yeah. It's like bad. I still don't know. Does she like Nate? Does I Nate like her? I don't know either. No. I think Nate likes her, but I don't really know how much she likes him. Does she does he like her because she's convenient and she's Most not likely. Diana and maybe they shared a good kiss? But you, you know, know Nate's a simple man. Simple. <laughs> He's a simple man. He's so simple it would just take a kiss for him to be like Cool. Hey, almost like Serena. Exactly. Exactly. They're really a, a match made in heaven, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. So, Diana comes with this up with this plan that Chivy needs to take Nate to the Sleep No More event, but she won't really tell Chivy what her plan is. So she texts Nate. Of course, they go together, and she really has to oblige her because she has no choice. So. At the event, there's whole ridiculous plot from Diana. We have the plan of Max shows up and then she makes Serena show up later so that they don't really bump into each other. And that makes Serena think Max stood her up. And so Max heads inside and Diana's like, great, go ahead, Ivy, go kiss Nate, pointing to Max. And Max thinks that this is Serena because Diana told him that she'd be in a gold dress. And so Ivy takes off her mask and without even looking at the other person, just takes off his and starts kissing him. Did you get flashbacks from the whole mask debacle? Yeah, with the yeah. Jenny, Jenny uh-huh. stuff? Yeah. 
I got, Ooh, that's all I could think cringy. about. I'm like, here we go again. Let's do this again. <laughs> yeah. And so they look at each other and Max is like, what the hell, Ivy? And she's like, what are you doing here? So she takes him outside and she has to explain herself, but she doesn't even because she's like, I love you still. Oh, you can't yeah, do you back think she me? does? I don't know. I don't think she can. I don't can. know. She can't, she can't she, love because she's too wrapped yeah. up in proving who, not you know, not having it come out who she is. Right. And maybe she would want to be with Max. She should have just, I mean, we don't know Max yet, so we don't know if we can trust him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But maybe bring him to the side and be like, listen, here's what's going on. I want to fill you in because I love you. You could be my partner in crime in this. Right. And I'll cut you some checks. <laughs> just some money (laughs) let's make this work right um but but max doesn't want to hear any of this because he's like you broke my heart and also i'm here with someone else serena and i feel like serena vanderwoodson (laughs) everyone knows of serena and so like this is like putting some ideas in max's head he's like yeah and i want to get to know her more i'm gonna go find her so ivy is so upset diana comes she's like everywhere this woman oh yeah and she's like hey so you're fired don't worry about it because max is gonna reveal who you are anyway and let me just get a quick picture of you real quick for gossip girl so that serena can be like you know solidified i thought she was gonna put on gossip girl charlie or ivy Mm. you know what is the identification of this lonely wrote you know in quotes like she could have outed her she could but i think diana was like let me let this go on for a little bit longer let like ivy squirm right because she said i like seeing you squirm yeah she's like like she's a witch just like get her one more week let's see what happens with it and the boy will probably take care of it right and so she posts this on gossip girl about how charlie serena's cousin is off the rails again gets a very distraught picture of her um, which we know later sets off Serena because Serena doesn't like it when Gossip Girl picks on people, especially her cousin Charlie. Like she, Michelle and I are talking off camera, off mic, <laughs> off camera. Um, how Serena like like she really loves Chivy. She loves her. Love. She's like hello, my little like, like my little and sis. protective. Very. So I was like, when she finds this out, she's gonna be devastated i feel like this is the whole what we're like last season we're like oh god we're always trying to protect serena Serena from something even though serena can get on our nerves when she loves you she loves you and it's genuine yeah it's hard hard love and i'm sure when this comes out chivy will be like i really did like you serena i really did like your i I feel like that's what she's gonna say about everyone i really did like because i think she does yeah it's just now she's real in a pickle she's in a real dill pickle a real dill Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm So later on, Ivy tells Serena, I just want, I think I should just go back to Florida because a lot has happened here. It's very triggering for me. And we're like, she's not wrong. Like, you know, she's using her mental health as the issue, but she really desperately needs to get out of here. She needs to leave because if she doesn't, her secret's going to get found out. Um, And so Serena's like, no, you got to stay. We have each other. Like, I love you. Like, I love you so much. I'll protect you. And so she does call Diana like, I'm ready. I'm ready to take down Gossip Girl with you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just still processing why are we doing this because of who's on the phone. Right. So later on, Nate brings Diana back to the Empire because it's like essentially has to make a choice, even though the whole episode, I'm like, who cares? 
But I guess he chooses Diana and she's like, oh, we're equals. What? Like, equals in what? Right. Equals, equals in, in what? What? And not at the spectator because you're his boss. Oh, maybe. What? Maybe at the spectator. Like, <gasps> it would look good for Nate. Wouldn't if he it just worked look at this very <laughs> convenient if she gave him a bump. Right. You mean especially like a position bump? Yeah, like especially since everyone knows that they're dating. So like who cares that Nate's like equals at the spectator because it's like a dog. You're screwing the boss. Yeah, and people would just get upset by that. Right. Unless she so wants it. But- maybe that's not what she means. I don't really I was like, in what? Like it doesn't really matter because to me, like this is not genuine. No. And so we see her pick up the phone of who it is on the other line. And it's William Vanderbilt, who's Nate's grandfather, as we remember, a huge big deal pickle in, you know, and everywhere, but especially in New York City. So she's like, oh, William, it's been a pleasure working with you. And don't worry, uh, we're going on to the next phase. And Nate's in check and Serena's in check. It's like, what, what does Serena have to do with this? Well, the it girl, I guess. I guess. What is the plan here? It's, I guess, essentially to bring up Nate's like stat like to get him a positive light in the tabloids again he didn't really I mean who <laughs> does he need do that we, right like do we need that right now he's 20 years old he's gonna do Should something he be else in these types of tabloids right. especially like you're not that dating an older woman there's nothing wrong with that but it's like why are we pushing for him to be like streamlined with this scenario like making it big with the older cougar like i i don't know why this is like a like a thing she has a connection with vanderbilt i guess she she has a connection with everyone well that's what i'm saying (laughs) who is this woman woman? and then the whole chuck's past the bart stuff and then what's her face serena's boss jane who the fuck is this lady she's like she must be a witch she's She's a a sorcerer you're a witch (laughs) Burn her. <laughs> I mean, I, she has to be. She has to be. Because, and I don't, I know what happens with some things with her, but I'm still confused as to what, what, how all these other people fit into it. Like, what? What? Do anyway. you think, I get, well, no, this is like a bad comparison. Cause I was like, it's, she's so mysterious. Like, we're trying to figure her out. Kind of like with Juliet, Juliet. We were trying to figure out. But that was more. I mean, that was to me. They was gave, like, you more, you gave you more. Like the audience knew before everyone else. Now we're finding out with everyone. Yeah. Sort right. of. Right, right, right. So it's like, it's not as big of a reveal because with the Juliet stuff, it was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Like she's not actually, who, I mean, she is who she sort of said she was, but it, it was so much more f- interesting that yeah, way. Yeah. I mean, I'm just either we're going to find out exactly who she is or, and know and understand why she knows everyone. Right. Or it's just going to be, listen, well, this is how we got here. <laughs> but you just have to accept that she knows everyone. Right. She's a powerful player. Right. And I don't know which one it is. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that we have to go on to that next week. But our last chivy stuff is we have Max who decides he's going to Google Serena Vander Woodson after Charlie said, oh, everyone knows her. And the first post is literally Gossip Girl. And on there is, you know, Charlie Rhodes, Serena's cousin. And he's like, that's not Charlie Rhodes. 
that's Ivy. What so the going on here? What the hell? So now he knows she's up to something. So he'll be back next week. Oh, he will be. He's not on the island. <laughs> He's not on the island. No. Okay, good. All right. And to sum up mostly the rest of Serena, she's having writer's block with her blog because she doesn't know what to write. Gossip Girl always writes like, you know, these pieces on people who are not in the best light. And she's like, how do you write about yourself? No wonder why Gossip Girl's anonymous. And, oh, excuse me. So Chai V says, like, you should find some guy and, like, be on Gossip Girl's radar again. That would be great. So Serena, of course, bumps into a handsome stranger, just happens to be Ivy Dickens's ex-boyfriend. And she's like, oh, Ivy, no, I don't know that. And I'm like, girl, if you really recall, you heard this name before. Oh, my God. I just got, like, a thought. What? Of that. Of that, like, Diana set up the interview at the restaurant to get him out here because she's a puppet master to screw with all. I I don't even know, but I feel like there has to be something more with that, too. Because how would he just show up? Right. Like, he and like to be New York City's big to be in a very specific part where Ivy does work. Like it's just it's just way vi- it's too, too convenient it's again all too convenient. for Diana and she knows what she's doing so I feel like I don't know how she did this and maybe it, now this feels like a conspiracy theory. I that's how I feel too but with her how is this all working out? I know and I'm I'm interested to see if we're going to make it that big. That's like, true. I every little accept. piece yeah. is like constructed by her. Right, right. And right, I right. did have that inkling too like especially on my rewatch tonight I yeah. was like Maybe she did like get Max here because this way was worked out very nicely, right? Like she didn't, unless she's just like, oh, I got a better idea. So maybe it was per coincidence. I don't There's know. Just so many, too many coincidences. It's too many happenings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Serena, as I said, she has heard this name Ivy before. She doesn't even remember that she's Nate was like, hey, do you know a girl named Ivy? And now this guy's like, hey, do you know a girl named Ivy? Yeah, like Serena didn't clock. <laughs> she didn't. Why would she? But again, she Blair wouldn't. would. Blair would. But Serena's like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I hear so many names yeah, throughout the day. <laughs> um, so Serena says, I'll help you get to your interview. Um, but first we should have lunch because Charlie's like, oh, you need to bring him to lunch. You need to get photographed by Gossip Girl. So they head to the lunch spot. I think it was like at Burgo. Yeah. Bur- Birdoffs. Birdoff. Wow. wow. Bergdoff. <laughs> bird dog. That's what I'll call They had some bird dog. <laughs> they heard it's a bird dog. For it's lunch. a bird dog for lunch. For lunch. <laughs> anyway, they head over to the spot. And Serena kind of backs out. She's like, Oh, am I really gonna like go to lunch and be spotted with this guy? He doesn't know what he's getting himself into. So she bolts. She tells him, Hey, that chef at the restaurant, he loves apricots. <laughs> So work those in somehow, however, you know, and, and, you know, figure it out. So they part. And then Leander, Serena has a talk with Blair and they discuss how Charlie was the one to encourage Serena to get on Gossip Girl, to help out her blog. But Blair's like, honestly, I think that you you don't need this blog. Like, you're too good for a blog. Right. And Serena's like, huh, maybe you're right. So she goes to uh, Diana and she's like, I'm not really feeling this. I don't want to like wrap myself out and like make a spectacle of myself and diana's like that's the whole purpose like that's what everyone does don't worry and like she speaks too soon because then max walks in the building and he's like oh hey serena i just want to tell you i got a second interview that apricot thing really worked out for me 
this where he's like, it's so nice of you to come here and tell me that. <laughs> Again. Weird. How did he get there? And I no, know. he doesn't know New York City. And he was like, oh, let me go back to the spectator of this girl who gave me Right. Something's not. But again, kosher. just, you know, whiffed away with Serena Vanderwoodson. So. Of course. And Diana, she's like smirking <laughs> from ear to ear. She's like, this is so great. Is perfect. You guys should go to the Sleep No More event. And Serena's like, yeah, totally. Max is like, yeah, that'd be great. And so Diana's like, Serena, you go off and I'll tell Max all about the details. What? what? <laughs> okay. How is that? okay but max is like yeah sure so of course you know diana tells max to arrive early tells serena to arrive late and her whole thing blows up in flames even though this is exactly what diana wanted so serena thinks she's getting stood up which she i guess was even though max was there and so diana tells this woman here can you take a picture of Serena sitting all by her lonesome looking all upset. And so that's posted on Gossip Girl that Serena's got, you know, ditched and she is. Yeah, what was it like up. Serena Vanderhu? Serena Vanderhu. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and Serena's like, oh, you know, I like I have a thick skin now. Gossip Girl doesn't really affect me, but I hate it when she takes right. on people who can't defend themselves. So the whole Chivy stuff rattles her up and she says yeah i'm gonna help you take down gossip crawl to be continued yeah and that's my summary but like i don't know i felt like i'm i'm on to everything i'm following yeah also like what but also i'm like i feel like so many unnecessary yeah steps i guess we'll see to get to our end solution and then i just keep thinking how everyone has told us that's a completely different storyline at the second half of this show. Series, yeah. Uh, season. Yeah. Like, it's totally different, I right? wonder when it changes. I guess after... Oh, I think I know when it changes. So we'll reach the 100th episode in this season, which I'm super excited because our friends from Hold Up Podcast yeah. are going to be on. Um, but that, I think, is when it changes. That's Because turning. that's, like, I'm assuming... Let me see what episode it is. I wonder if that's like the mid-season finale. Let me just see exactly. I feel what like we would, we're going to reach out in what December. Yeah. So um, the hundredth. Wow, is episode thirteen, and we have twenty-four of the season. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, okay. I think after that is when we change things around. Got it. But then I don't really know. Like oh, okay. you know, I have yeah. no idea. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm super excited She's for curious. that stuff like, what the heck i'm is going, so what's going on? curious let's see how well and nicely they write this for the next you know However until 13 <laughs> or an episode one seven one seven but 13 is when it changes right yeah so yeah. six more weeks so until let's see we how well there. this does yeah this is i'm so interested i wish that diana's character was she doesn't intrigue me as the story behind her tr- intrigues me, but the character itself. Yes. Yeah, it could be anyone. Yes. I and like it doesn't, it, it wouldn't make a difference. Like Juliet, at least like, like Diana's playing everyone, but she's basically just a bitch all around yeah. <laughs> where Juliet was like super sweet, but then also in, in the shadows was bitchy. Like she just had this like complexity to her where like, I feel like Diana is just like, 
Yeah, on my face, you can read it. She's one. I'm one note. She's spewing bullshit. It's just bullshit. You, it's just bullshit. It's, I mean, straight up. Like, Nate like, is... Does she, have, she doesn't have one single, like, person that I think she actually cares about or is it friends with. I mean, right. we're, not, we're not going deep into her character. But it's like, everyone is a pawn in her little game yeah. of whatever the end result is. And... Like, I don't know. So is William the one who's like, you need to do all of this? Because I own something on you. Maybe. Like, she has something on everyone else, but maybe he has something on her. Right. She doesn't. Maybe and it's like, the bark why stuff. why are we trying to? Right. Right. Makes sense. That would make sense. Again, guys. I think. That is a 100% prediction for me. I truly yeah, <laughs> don't I mean, know. Yeah. I don't want them to think I'm like telling them something. You know? No, 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 no. Um, but that's like what I can imagine would be the case. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. We're going to take a short break. And surprise, we have a guest on this episode. Yay. We'll be back with Chriselle and we're going to talk about, um, we'll answer your questions. All right. Welcome back from break. We are now joined by Chriselle. Thank you so much, Chriselle, for joining us tonight for episode seven. Please tell everyone um, a little bit about yourself. Um, hi, my name is Chriselle. I'm located on the unceded territory of the Kiz Nation, also known as Los Angeles. And um, <laughs> I empower Femmes of Color and their allies to live with purpose confidence and integrity through grounded spirituality. I love it. Wow. That's wonderful. I'm like, tell us more. I'm like, what's gossip girl? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, so how did you originally get um, inv- invested in gossip girl? What was your story? When did you start watching it? I watched gossip girl when it originally aired and gosh, that was so long ago. <laughs> So, yeah, um, 2008. <laughs> yeah, and and it's funny because I think at the time I had just moved back home because I was in between like living spaces and I have a sister that's like 10 years younger than me and she actually read the books. And so when the oh, TV nice. show came out, I would hang out in her room because she had a TV in her room and she would watch, I would watch all kinds of stuff with her and she would watch gossip girl and so i got hooked on it watching it with my sister yeah and what's your initial take since you didn't read the books i know that michelle did read the first book i did because it was available on audio yeah i do audio books mm-hmm. and i really w- i wanted to continue the series but with audio books they they have like the first one available the second and then the 12th and Which i'm like is well, so strange i kind of need all of them mm-hmm. in between yeah, yeah. So what got you hooked? Like, what was it about Gossip Girl that made you want to continue to watch? Um, at the time, I actually was traveling to New York quite a bit. So being able to like to see and kind of relive visiting through the different locations, that was definitely one of them. And then um, also how audacious like how scandalous it was because some of the things that I would watch with my sister were TMZ (laughs) (laughs) so we definitely bonded over the scandalousness 
of things. And that's part of why I watched it. I also really liked it because um, at the time, I really thought that the fashion was interesting. And I used to think yeah. like, wow, they're so bold. Like, what is that? And, yeah. and it's funny because I, I rewatched the episode to because obviously it's been a really long time. Um, and I was like, wow, that is actually kind of ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that's like a thing on like the internet now is like, wow, I loved this fashion. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's atrocious. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm looking at the things that Serena is wearing and that all the, because like, Serena was the fashion icon on the show. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's really ugly. Is that even high end? <laughs> I know there was an outfit this episode that Ivy Charlie wore and I just hated it which one was it because I like it was hers hers I was like you're wearing Marshalls (laughs) yes the the pattern it It was was like stripes yeah and then a cowl neck underneath it was so gross I I mean maybe I'm missing something here but I the whole time I'm watching with Liz I'm like I hate this outfit it's triggering me and I just don't (laughs) like it She's oh, like, I can't stop looking at this I outfit. I hate this theme. Actually, yeah. that was such a big um, like conversation in my head when I was watching this episode. And I watched it twice. Yeah. And I was yeah. just like, I can't get over their clothes. Like, I remember how it used to be in all the magazines about like how fashionable they were. And I'm just like, what happened to us? <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. I'm kind of glad that we kind of evolved from it's a that little dance yeah. yeah just a little bit yeah yeah um so since you watch actually i want to ask you have you dabbled in any other i mean we call them teen dramas i mean we've touched we've watched one tree hill we've watched the oc so like were you watching those shows with your sister too or was she like a little bit too young for that she was definitely too young for those um but i did watch one tree hill and what else did I watch? Um, I did watch a little bit of the OC when it first came out, but I think what really drew me to watching the OC was because um, my friends were going to the school that they were shooting on. <gasps> oh my god! Wow, yeah. that's cool. Um, but other Michelle, than that, lo- that's like Michelle's favorite show of all time is <laughs> all the OC. Time. So I mean, I'm wearing Marissa Cooper <laughs> on my shirt right now. So yeah, he, we did an OC podcast and a Wonder Hill podcast. So. I we love the both. I mean, yeah, we do. When yeah. I saw but they're so different from Gossip Girl. Sorry, oh, go ahead. They are. They are. Well, when I saw your um, Instagram profile, I was like, you guys do shows on all the teen dramas. I was like, I wonder <laughs> what else they do, because I'm forgetting what else came out at that time. But when I was in high school and when I first started college, I watched so much TV. So I did watch a lot of those teen dramas. Yeah. Yeah, we're starting actually in two weeks. We're recording our first episode of Friday Night Lights. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched that because that came out in 2006. So it was a little bit after, but around Gossip Girl time too. So yeah, we're, we're hitting them all. Yeah, we're trying <laughs> to get them all. Yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. What it's was fun. your like favorite show growing up or do you have like an all-time favorite show like I said like Michelle like hardcore obsessed the OC do you have a favorite favorite show that's like without a doubt it's like your comfort or you always go back to it or just one that you really love yeah um in high school it had to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer nice that, Michelle's also I'm, she's I'm watching Buffy for the first watching time. that for the first time ever uh-huh. and it's a fun we're on the second season and it's so 
like it's so cheesy, but it still skeeves me out. Like my skin <laughs> crawls from certain episodes. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm thinking about the next day. It's good though. Very entertaining. My partner yeah. works in post-production and he okay. was dubbing all of Buffy in some foreign language. And he would come home and ask me questions about it. I'm like, how did you not watch this show when we were in high school? This is like the best show on TV when mm-hmm. we were growing up. It baffles me. Yeah. But that was yeah. that was a big one. Yeah. I love that. And we have so many listeners that love Buffy too. So they'll be great. They'll be glad to hear that you yes. said that. Yes. Okay. Let's get into some questions. So Michelle, as as you may know, Michelle has never seen the show before. So a lot of our questions are tailored to what Michelle has to say. What is she predicting? So <laughs> we go along for the ride. Um, so who do you think, who did you originally think Diana was talking to on the phone? Well, I originally thought it was Max. <laughs> Max. For some reason I got, I like to try to like really get ahead of it. Like, yes, this is where we're going with this. Cause Diana's talking on the phone. We later realize it's William. But I'm like, oh, Which we haven't seen William in a long time, in a while. Yeah. Since like the trip stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I was like, it's got to be Max. And then I made a light prediction. I was like, oh, maybe it's pa- it's, you know, Dan, uh, Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal, do you how many times have you seen Gossip Girl through just once? Yeah. And do you remember having like a favorite season? Um. I think I like the season when Serena really went downhill. Sad. I can't remember which. It's before the one that we're watching because it was while they were still in high school. Okay. She, so maybe it was like season two. It's hard. It's hard. It's been a while got, now. I mean, she's had some issues. She's definitely had so some issues. I'm trying to think like specifically. Is it the stuff with Juliet? Oh, no, she said she was still in high school. She's still in high we, school. Okay. And she, like, there's a particular scene where she's in some random hotel room or someone's random apartment. And she's, like, um, out of it because she's on drugs and um, or and alcohol. And I forget mm-hmm. who comes in and helps her. But that season, I think, was probably the most interesting to me because... Like for the most part, and like even I thought about this a lot, even with this episode, um, she plays like this kind of like naive, goody, good girl. And it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It is. It gets, it gets it to be very annoying how um, like she's so sweet. But it's um, sometimes it's very naive. And like, yes, we understand she's, I guess, 20 years old at this point. And even in high school when she was trying to change, trying to be that non-party girl, it was like, oh, come on, Serena's just so positive. She had no dimension. Like, she had no, no dimension. and from like, especially like, here we go with the New York thing. Like, New Yorkers are like angry. Like, we're we're not like nice people. <laughs> so I, I thought about that throughout this episode. I'm like, this is so she's she's so California right now because yes. the actress is from Burbank, which is like right by all the production studios. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's so tan, and it's like a real tan, and she's so yep. California. <laughs> it's she needs some darkness. 
she needs some care. Yeah. Yeah. She does. That's true. And when we first started this season, I don't know if you remember, she was in LA because she was working on the set of The Beautiful and the Damned. And I was like, this just suits her so much better than you know the city life and so we were saying like she could almost just like hop on a plane and go to like the oc and she could have been on that show like it just would have worked a little bit better for her character but now seeing her back in the city it's just like she's just she's just very even her just bumping into max in this episode like oh let me show you to lunch like things like that just don't happen to people only to serena but not but it only happens to serena she just always like steps and shit that one like i don't know she just always gets it without trying and i guess that's her character that is her character and like blair watching that for all of her life being like oh serena always gets everything and i (laughs) get nothing yeah (laughs) must be hard i get it i get where blair's coming from i mean i bless serena i i love her she just sometimes I'm like, oh, God, you're just so nice. You're just too nice. When when Max is like, oh, do I really have time for lunch right now? And she just like backs off and is like, oh, I'm so sorry. I was just like, really? Really? Like, go for something. Just fucking go for something. Right. Just do something. <laughs> so true. God. And I'm trying to think of the last time that she actually... But, I mean, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter with no. Serena. And like, this is this is no hate towards her, but it's like she could be good and we can't stand it. And then when she's annoying and bad, we're like, oh, God, we can't stand it. It's just yeah, like something about that this character that some, I feel like a lot of ish with her. we have a lot of issues with her. And yeah. I'm glad to see her. And I'm like a broken record, but I'm glad to see her not involved with a guy at the moment because that seems to be her MO in every season and it's so tired. Same with Nate. I'm sick of this shit. Like Nate and this older woman type thing can't I just I'm over it. But yeah. I actually I, I thought about it and I was like, because I felt the same way about Nate and his woman woes. And I was like, he's just the male equivalent of her. Like they were so perfect when they were dating each other. Cause it was like, yes. let's just put the two kind of blandest together yeah absolutely we, I, we, I we just said today. this we said this in the top half of the episode I we were like, just saying Nate that is just the male version of serena and vice versa just and nate you know at this the writers don't do anything with him no they just put him with an older woman it keeps happening and if that's your thing what that's fine but and, and he's right. a friend right he's just the friend and we're not developing any character yeah, growth no growth mm-hmm Agreed. You know, and we're in season five. Right. <laughs> so and only- we only have one more season to go. Right, yeah. I mean, we have half of another season, but like, just come on. It's not looking great, Nate. No. <laughs> and for someone who was like Serena, the it girl, like literally we start the the series with Serena Vanderwoods and she's the it girl. And it kind of just went like, <laughs> just nothing with her. Mm-hmm. I mean, Blair is such a dynamic character. So I understand why the writers were like, oh, this is so much more interesting but it's also like well you guys wrote it (laughs) so you could have done something with serena and nate but you didn't right so it just makes it boring to watch them yeah right but yeah okay so we know who you thought was on the phone yeah what are you expecting how are you expecting the max story to unravel will he tell the whole world no who 
no, Trivy is. I don't think so. I think Max is going to keep quiet for a little bit, and I think he's going to just be very smitten with Serena. Oh, so we're going to keep on Serena. I do. I think I think he's going to go after her, and then there'll be like a run-in of like, wait, what's happening here? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mike wants to know, will Chivy disappear before Max gets the chance? Good question. No. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, To go off what Mike was asking, Lisa wants to know, do you believe Max was in New York for a job or do you think it was for something else? I think it's for something else. And I said, we were saying this in the top half. It's just so convenient. Diana, everything just keeps falling into place. And so I came up with this prediction that Diana somehow knows that chef because Mm. she knows Ivy's story and somehow got him an interview to get him out here. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. It's a conspiracy theory, but I am going with it. <laughs> well, there's that part where she finds a picture of herself from Bart's folio. I know. Yeah. Anything yes. could happen when. <laughs> right. You know? Exactly. Right. I know. So- something's bound to happen Something there. Is. Right. Chriselle, do you remember when you first watched if you liked the whole Charlie, Ivy, Chivy <laughs> storyline? Where this is going, how it ends. Um, I remember how it ends, so I won't say. But I do remember hating her character so much and hating that storyline so much. I'm like, this is so, like, she's a train wreck and that they drag out this train wreck was so frustrating. Yeah. She's been on for a little too long. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're still doing it. Yeah, we're still doing it. And it feels like I'm surprised that we are. I know we, we first... We first reintroduced her last season, but then we reintroduced her in the beginning and the end of the season. Like, okay, now this is Ivy. So since the end of last season into now, which we're on episode seven, it's a big arc for a character. Yeah. And so for for the same story to be like, oh, we don't know if we're going to be found out. Right. (laughs) It's a little a little tired. Yeah. I'm waiting for this. Okay. Here it comes. We're going to figure out. Everyone's going to figure out that she's faking it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is going to be so devastating for the Vander Woodson, Rhodes, whoever clan, because. I just want to meet the real Charlie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm waiting for that. And I know Liz said that. I have confirmed happen. that we meet she a She confirmed it. So Charlie. that's what I'm waiting for. So this is going to be a shit show. I hope it's a shit show. <laughs> yeah. If this is anticlimactic, I've been on this ride for too long and it was not worth it. It was not worth it. Give me a shit show, which sometimes the show where it should be a shit show is not. And other times where it shouldn't be a shit show, it is. Right. That's Gossip Girl. Oh, you're going to get your shit show. Don't you? Oh, good. Thank you so much for confirming that. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, Will wants to know, why does William Vanderbilt want Nate's image rehabilitated? Is it fatherly love or a takedown? I have no idea. I can't even predict. I do not understand. I don't even know. What William. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I frankly, I forgot about him. So now I have to like rethink about him and what he's, his deal is. Mm. I'll have to get back to you, Will. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Tish, why do you think Dan opted not to continue the tour even after Rufus gave his pap talk? Oh, because he has... I don't think he has like the stamina to continue on. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What do you think about this storyline, Chriselle? Because it's a, it's very far fetched for me that Dan would have number nine on the bestsellers list, and then <laughs> it's just I'm like, really, they would want to read that book. I mean, I'm sure they would because it's a satire of the Upper East Side, but it's like it's also Dan Humphreys. So, questions. <laughs> um, it makes me really mad at his character because I'm like, how do you write this book? from being the kid that lived in Brooklyn, getting on, getting on the list at number nine, going on a book uh-huh. tour and then copying out. It's like, you've become as pretentious and privileged as the rest of the kids. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And um, exactly. I think I already said He's a bad like, word. It's like a coward. Ha- oh, we, okay. Yeah. Stop being a scared <laughs> little bitch. Yeah. yeah. Stop being a scared <laughs> little bitch and just get out there. And, and like, I, I think of this in the context of like Instagram today. He's like the person that's only concerned with the vanity metrics. Like you, you oh, went to yeah. somewhere like Burlington, Vermont. Who cares that only four people showed up? Right. <laughs> right. You're absolutely right. right. And it's just, it's so, it's like o- almost pathetic that he works so hard to become someone that these kids would be like, oh, Dan Humphrey. Yeah, I know him. He's making it big. And like, then you don't follow through right. with even trying to get an audience. Like, who cares if it was 10 people? If it was one person, you're still getting their, you know, they're listening to you and you're getting feedback. So and you get to go on a book tour. And you get to go on a book exactly. tour. You're not probably paying for anything. Published. Your book was published. That alone, and then you get to go on a tour. I wouldn't even want to let my um, what is she? His, his agent, agent mm-hmm. Alessandra. I wouldn't even want to let her down. I'd be like, yeah, I'm doing it all. Right. right. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Yes, so I'm, ungrateful. I'm grateful, and it just rubs me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And like this whole, it was such a minuscule part in this episode. I feel like we could have just done without the whole thing in general. Yes, if we were just gonna do that. But Wait, have you seen you know. the whole? Have you seen the whole series through? It's funny. Um, I had watched up to season three and stopped watching like right around the threesome episode, which I'm sure you remember because everyone remembers that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> um, and then my sister continued, and she kind of filled me in. And then when we started the podcast, I had just went on like this deep dive of like. figuring out all the stuff that I don't know. Um, So I know pretty much all like the huge things are going to happen. I just don't know when they're going to happen. So season four and season five are like me as like a new viewer because I've never actually seen them play out. Like this Diana stuff, I know some stuff that happens with that. Didn't expect William William Vanderbilt to come out. I'm like, okay, well, how does this like tie in? All right, I'm ready for this. So it's it's been an exciting journey for me. But you do know how the series ends. But I do know how it ends. I do know the big things that happen in this season. I don't really know much about six, but like the big things that everyone knows about about the season, I know about. <laughs> I um, I actually stopped after season five, so I never watched the last season. But oh wow, I love to know how things end before I get there. So mm-hmm. I looked it up and I was like, hmm. But this whole disappointment thing. Knowing what I know beyond this episode, it makes sense why they brought it up and why it's such a small part. So it'll play a bigger part. Just, yeah. 
Okay. Whoa. Look forward to Ooh, this. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. That's a little nugget. I like giving, yeah, we like giving Michelle little nuggets because then she has something to look forward also to. also glimmers of hope. <laughs> and glimmers you know, of hope, yeah. Like, just stay on. <laughs> right? As long as we can just keep we'll, going. We'll get there. I mean, we'll, we won't give up. We're no, going to make no, it no. to the end of the show. Yes, but it's just, some weeks it's a little bit harder than others to be like, yeah, this show is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not like it's fun to critique it's so much fun and i think we've honestly grown like every show we've podcasted about we've grown to love the characters regardless of their flaws and choices like they're still like our little children at the end of the day right so we still love overanalyzing it because of that but sometimes these storylines especially the stuff with chuck and blair you're like oh my god this is just too much and that's too over the top I, you know, starting going into Gossip Girl and watching everybody's like, oh my God, I love Chuck. I'm like, he is a toxic human being. <laughs> I can't stand him. I mean, now we see him growing. It only took... Took five seasons, though. And I was totally into <laughs> Blair and Dan hooking up. Like, to me, that was more... I was... I'm not here for Chair, even though I don't know what happens in the end, but like, I'm convinced that they end up together. Yeah, she thinks Chair ends up I together. I do. I'm like, so. full on. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm I wrong. I hope you're wrong. Too. That's the first yeah. time I've heard of Chair. I love it. <laughs> oh, really? The ship name of Chair. Yes. That's like the fandom they yeah, call him Chair. Yeah, Blair. Everybody loves Chuck and Blair. So are you... Are you do you like Chuck do you, and Blair? Do you have like a, without giving too much away, a relationship on the show that's your favorite? I mean, pretty much we've hit almost all of them, so. <laughs> yeah, actually, while you were talking, I was just thinking about how the Chuck and Blair storyline and even like the Prince of Monaco when he was introduced, like those are some of my favorite storylines too. Yeah. So do you like Louis as a partner for Blair? No, but I like Okay. <laughs> You're like, oh, no, 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 that's not what I meant. Yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I just yeah. like I just like the um, the issues that come up yes. with them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if anything, this whole Louise stuff has, that's what really jump-started the yeah. Chuck turnaround. Right. So there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you were like a chair stan back in the day? Yes. Because I was. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was definitely a chair stan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your sister too? Um, actually, that's a good question. I wonder who she was into. Um, yeah, because my sister was all about the chair. Everything was chair, chair, chair. Like, had a Chuck, like, Mother Chucker shirt. Like, she was, like, obsessed with Chuck and Blair. And now watching it as an adult, I'm like, oh, my, why was I even They're hella on that team? It's so bad. so bad. And Chuck, just as a character, I mean, our listeners are like, oh, shut up about this already. But, like, he's just not a good person at all. The abuse alone, like, in this, and I'll broken record here you go listeners yep. but mm-hmm. in the pilot like tries to rape two women I'm yeah we, like, we can't let that go i, I will not let, never it go, let that go and i made it a point i'm like i can't let that go i can't so now i'm like ha- i'm neutral that he's growing and right. getting finally going to therapy but i was right. like mm. oh there's so many Sorry, things talk. wrong with the tv show now like when they're oh yeah weinstein i was like oh oh, oh no <laughs> God, yeah. I think some things did not age well. No. Lots of Trump uh, talk as well. Yes. (laughs) We're like, oh, brother, lots going on here. Yeah. Um, Tish wants to know, the actor that plays Max, his name is Brian J. Smith, who is famous for his role in 
Sense Eight. Did we watch this? I'd never even heard of it. No. Isn't that a movie? I guess so. He looked no, familiar. I, I don't know if I've seen Sense Eight. I feel like I might have seen him in something else though. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Michelle honestly didn't even recognize him. When he came on the screen, she's like, oh, another boy. I was like, that's Ivy's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> she's like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, here we go. Another boyfriend for Serena. And she's like, like, it's Max. I'm like, who? <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't blame you. He doesn't. He looked like, totally different. Maybe it was the chef outfit. Yeah, like he wasn't. Did we first see him? He looks like. Did he, he get a haircut much, Yeah, he was something? like much more polished Something's in this different. episode. You sure says the different actor? No, I think like, I don't think no it is. recollection. <laughs> Literally, I was like, "New character alert!" No, we just saw him two, what three weeks ago, whatever. Um. Well, Vic wants to know who your favorite character is on the whole show. I guess, and also, I'm curious if your favorite character has changed since you first watched the show, and maybe rewatching a few episodes, you are like, oh, "Okay, now I know that this person's my favorite." Yeah, because I think. In the past, I probably would have said Serena was my favorite character. <laughs> um, and now I actually think, especially since I picked it up where I picked it up and knowing kind of where it goes, I do think Chuck is my favorite character now. Nice. Wow. Good. Think Good you'll ever know. say that, Michelle? No. It's <laughs> okay. I appreciate Listen, he's in my neutral zone right now. That's he's been the in the game. red for like mm-hmm. five seasons, so yeah, he's he's in the neutral. We'll see if he ends up in green. Yeah, in the finale, we'll see. We'll see. Series. Yeah. Um, this is a fun question, Chriselle. Since you have watched One Tree Hill, um, whose book would we rather read, Dan or Lucas's? <laughs> Do you remember who Lucas is from One Tree Hill? Lucas is the blonde one, right? Yeah, Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. He writes a book. He writes a book. <laughs> yes. I don't remember him writing a book. I would, you know what? I didn't really care for his character too much either when I watched mm-hmm. the show. So I'd probably be more into Dan's book. Okay, yeah, that's the one I would read. Me too. I think it's way more juicier. It's definitely juicier. Sorry, Lucas. I'll yeah. pass. Did do you do you remember having a favorite character on One Tree Hill? I'm just curious now. Um, you know, I really liked Sophia Bush's character. Yeah, Brooke. Yeah, Brooke. Brooke ends up being, I think, my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I think I like her the most. Yeah. She, she had great she's uh, a great, growth. Yeah, great growth as a character. And she, I mean, Sophia Bush in general is just amazing. That's so. a big part of it, too. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, she's, yeah amazing. she's amazing. Um, So Vic wants to know, do we really think Ivy cares for Serena? I think she does, but... How much so? I'm not sure. I think she does. She's just shitting bricks to keep it together. Yeah. She's spiraling. She's spiraling oh, totally. very quickly. Yeah. And just really trying to keep her head above water. We could keep using all like the metaphors and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I, I think she does. And I think there's that family unit that she wishes she could really embrace and love. But do you think that she has a family of her own? I mean, everybody <laughs> does, technically, right? I, but, but it's like we've never seen her once like call anyone outside of this little group of people she's become family and friends with. Wouldn't that be such just a like twist so curious? If like she had another, if she did actually have a family and it was seemed totally normal. Normal. Like, oh, this is just what I'm doing. <laughs> acting job. Got an acting job. Right. Right. She's committed yeah. to a lie. 
she she's very committed. So I'm thinking no. It's just so crazy that Carol was like, yeah, come play my daughter. My family will have no idea. I think that's <laughs> even more bizarre because she- it's it is bizarre. It's whoa. When you see the visual difference in their mm-hmm. appearance, it's like, how do you even not know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. I mean, you just have to like live that dream, the dream world of Gossip Girl and just take it for what it is. But accept it. Just accept it. But it's like so hard to <laughs> accept. I'm like, I don't understand. I'm trying to think if there's like a person in my life that I met like younger as a child and I haven't seen them in a long time. Like, would I recognize them? I mean, this is your cousin. This is your niece. This is your granddaughter. Like, how? Not one person has compared a photo of you as a child to now? Like, Thank you. (laughs) Like, oh, look how cute Charlie and Serena were when they were kids. Right. No, I mean, you, there's always that night when you when you're with your family, like that oh, you let's look, look at, at the old pictures. Yeah, always old pictures. You know. Yeah, I just I don't get these people, but again, I guess this is just how we have to, we have to watch accept. the. We go- have a hard time bro. accepting things, so I don't yeah. like accepting things. I don't. They don't explain. Yeah, uh, Vic also wants to know, Chriselle, who your least favorite character on the show is. Oh, um, Jenny, Jenny Humphrey, hundred ah! percent. I was reading the Wikipedia of each episode and it was explaining in season five that she was no longer a main character. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I just hated her character so much towards the end. Oh, you weren't alone. You weren't alone. Um, Michelle and I actually had much a much different experience watching it now. I mean, this is Michelle's first time ever watching it. But when I first watched it, I was like, oh, my God, Jenny. But watching it now, I'm like, ah, she's just a kid. She literally doesn't know which way is up. And she's a hot mess. But, like, we still enjoyed her. Michelle was like, that was, like, her favorite character at a point. So <laughs> I am so not the Gossip Girl optimum viewer. I'm like, I hate Chuck and go Jenny. Like, yeah. nobody is on my and team. And also, we, like, super were neutral with Vanessa for a long time. Yeah, I so. didn't hate her. Like, she did, she did dirty. But then again, did she? Because Dan's making profit. So... Right. What's your your take on Vanessa? Because that's another person in this world that everyone hates. And the writers did her dirty. And the writers did her dirty. They did her dirty. I don't remember what they did to her. What did they do to her? They They just made her... They could have done so much more with her character... And I think they just made her out to be the the person the that everyone oh, escape, didn't though, like. Right? Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. And I so. thought that wasn't cool. That I, wasn't right. And I think that's why people don't like her character. But I'm like, well, you have to. This yeah. is how they wanted her to be. Right. I liked the initial introduction of her character because I was like, ooh, another grounded person. Like a, a normal, yeah. right? Yeah. She yeah. could have been one of us. Yeah. But she She's not. Yes. Right? <laughs> she got caught up. She got, she Yeah, did. she just got too wrapped up. And then the writers pretty much were like, well, there's nothing left to do with her. So we should just, you know, pretty much write her out yeah. of the show. And I'm sure everyone was happy about that because no one really was enjoying her character. But Michelle and I were like, well, like, you know, you did it to her. You did, so. you did her dirty. You could have gave her this kind of like awesome arc where she 
did go head to head with Blair, but also she was like everyone else in the world watching. Like I resonate in Vanessa because I'm the normal one. I don't have lots of money and I don't live in the Upper East Side. And and you know what? She was Nate's best relationship. And she was Nate's best relationship. (laughs) Right now, they were great. She was. And that was very minuscule. She dated on the show because I just remember seeing her and the actor that plays Chuck in the tabloids. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I think that's also, which is so sad to say, like, also why people didn't like her right. was because she was dating Ed Westwick in real life. And it's so disgusting that people can't separate, like, reality yeah, from the person that plays it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, but that I feel like that's what all these young girls watching it growing up are like, well, I love Chuck. I love him. So I should hate this person who's dating him. It's like, well, no, she never did anything to you. Right, right, right. I felt like there was a whole lot of that in this episode, too, of just like women on women hate because. Oh, yeah. That's all Diana. Oh, my God. Diana is terrible. She's awful. I'm so sick of this character. I'm just sick of her. She's real bad. I, I found myself hating her so much that I was even like, is that really your accent, Elizabeth Hurley? <laughs> I'm like, duh, it is. She's really British. Christelle, why are you she, so angry? I know. She just like, <laughs> How no, but it's, dare something, you? it's something about her character. And I've said this before. I feel like it just, she doesn't belong in this world. It, it just doesn't make sense. Like she's just so over exaggerated and it's not even it's not even elizabeth hurley it's just this character of like i have to be this powerful woman but it's also like you're you're always playing a game with someone so she's always like really cheeky and like making these like really exaggerated stupid lines to people about nonsense and it just rubs me the wrong way i just i don't like it and she's a woman she's a grown-ass woman playing amongst children Yes. Yeah, exactly. When and, you really put it, like, and she's still, and so, she's using these children. Yes, it's so wrong. Right, you're messing with someone who's 20 years younger than you, holding up, holding it over her head that you know her secret, and torturing her, mm-hmm. right. and then torturing her even more by making her kiss her ex boyfriend, having that whole thing come out. It's right, like right, right. she's just na- she's an she's evil younger. person. Chivy, how old is Chivy? I think is like nineteen. I think she's like a year younger than Serena. Wants to be bothered with these kids, it's just right. Like move on, well, like grow up. Right, we'll find out. But also, I think she obviously she has another motive. Yeah, but I don't think. Again, I don't know. I don't think it involves Charlie. So, like, why do we have to mess with Charlie? <laughs> Would we rather read Taylor or Serena's blog? Taylor from, Taylor the, from OC, the OC. Taylor Townsend. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> is that is that Rachel Bilson's character? No. That's um Autumn Reeser. She came in a little bit later. I don't know how far into the OC you got, but she was on season three and four. Yeah. Wait, what's her what's the actor's name? Autumn Reeser. Yeah, Autumn Reeser. Oh no, I don't know who that is. Yeah, she played <laughs> Taylor Townsend. Yeah. I would read her. She's funny and quip. Like, she's so quirky. Yeah, I would read Taylor's. I would totally read Taylor's well. I know I wouldn't read Serena's because she's so bland. Right. And Taylor's definitely has more, like, you would want to read Taylor's blog. Yeah. Yeah. And even Serena says it herself, like, I don't know what to write. Like, she doesn't have anything going on. So, like, what would I write about myself that people don't already know? 
Or that's exciting. It's actually funny when you think it about is it. It is funny. It's almost like we're poking fun at the fact that Serena has nothing going on. Just like we poked fun at Dan writing Nate's character as Eric and Nate combined because Nate has nothing going on and Eric's not even here. So <laughs> it's like, right. I guess the writer's way of like, haha, we get it. Yeah. But do you? I don't know. Right. Do you get it, guys? Yeah. Oh, that's funny when you put it in that perspective because it's like, it would be really funny if the writers were like, let's just poke all the fun at this at this show that we've created through Dan's book. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. And yeah. essentially they did that <laughs> with Nate. Um, so Christelle, just as a question for you, she wants to know, how did you realize you were a psychic medium? I didn't. Um, I actually... Now, if you ask me when I first started my psychic development journey, if I ever had a paranormal or supernatural experience, I would have told you no. The reason why I got into it was because I was looking for more than therapy to support me in my mental wellness. And I knew that from a friend that took psychic development courses, that the foundations were grounding meditation and raising your vibration. And at the time, wasn't even that long ago. It was 2019. I Googled it and couldn't find any satisfactory answers. So I found a one-day workshop ticket to learn these tools as self-care. And I learned how to do readings in that class. And I was so fascinated by it that I kept on going. Wow, that's wow. so fascinating. I'm always so intrigued by all of it. I, yeah, I just, I think it's amazing. I yeah. didn't even, okay, so I had a 15-year career in commercial banking, and I did it for fun. Not the banking, but the psychic development. <laughs> and I got to a point where I felt like I learned as much as I could on my own. So then I got a one-on-one -on -one mentor. And at some point, she goes, okay, you need to set up your own website because people are going to start asking you for readings. And I was like, oh, um, okay. Because that was never my intention. It was never my intention to do this full-time or even professionally, but it just happened. It's like it snowballed. <laughs> wow. That's incredible wow. though. It is incredible. It's sometimes those things that you don't even realize that it, you kind of just fall into it and it becomes something even greater. So that's really awesome yeah. that I'm like, I props to you that you're being so you're so successful with yeah. it. Thank you. I mean, the pandemic certainly helped because I wasn't going into an office. I had more time at home. So I had more free time to be able to do more of the work I was doing on the side. And then because I, it was my 15th year with the company, I got an extra month off as like my 15 year benefit. And oh, wow. so during that time, I, I had realized like, I only do this banking job for the paycheck, but I'm not in love with it. And mm -hmm. I was already seeing that, um, for just doing like a couple of events or even just a couple of bookings a month, I was making maybe a quarter of what I made at the bank and I made six figures. So it was like a healthy amount so I told myself if I could dedicate my time full time to this, like I could easily replace my income. So um, it's funny because it, it's like the bank helped me, <laughs> helped me leave. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, 
I mean, you're living, I'm not, I don't mean like you're living the dream, but like that, it's really awesome that you can do something that you love. And that's so important too. Right. Important to you, yes. you know? Because then you don't feel like you're burning out and you're, you're only can, you know, hold so much. Yeah, exactly. So that's, exactly. that's awesome. Thank you. So were you speaking to um, clients like via Zoom then during the pandemic? Yep. And, and actually, how was it reading people like through a lens? Like, So I started using Zoom during the pandemic. But prior to that, I was doing my readings by phone. So oh, wow. I wouldn't even see. And that's how I how I did my one-on-one mentorship. My mentor lives like two hours away from me. And she would find the people that I would practice on. And I would do it all over the phone, never seeing the person. Wow. That's, that's awesome. I think it's really interesting because my students today, I, I teach them over zoom and they practice over zoom. And I think back to when I would practice over the phone and like, if you want to learn how to be confident and trust yourself, like that's the way to do it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you, now do you prefer, would you rather do it over the phone if you could continue to do that? Or do you Zoom, obviously the preferred way. At this point, it really makes no difference to me. So I do all of my um, sessions over Zoom because I record the session for my clients. And sometimes they don't want to be on camera. And so I just let them know, like, camera's totally optional. Like, I'm used to not seeing the person. So you're fine. Yeah. 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 Wow. I I usually um, start my sessions with just doing like a reading an energy reading dump and tell my clients not to tell me what they want or what it is that they're looking for. And so it just, it actually helps me because I'm always, um, I have my moments where I'm like, am I making this shit up? <laughs> am, I, <laughs> am I just crazy? Like what the hell is, what the hell am I sharing? Um, and it helps me get out of my head to just do that reading dump as opposed to them telling me. Cause then I feel like, I feel like I know too much sometimes. Yeah. They're feeding something in there that didn't really have to be there. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's all of our questions. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who submitted. Chriselle, do you have um, any thoughts that we haven't mentioned about this episode? Did you jot down any ridiculous things that had happened that you forgot about or any fashion moments that you loved or any quotes? I actually took notes. That's why I watched it twice. Let's see. I love it. I love someone who's prepared. Um, Oh, okay. So there was something that Chuck, Chuck said when he was talking about he said, I'm, I think I've never been so good and so bored by it or something like that. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting because I thought about kind of like the process of healing or even like your spiritual, like spiritual awakening or something like that. Because I feel like there's always a phase where you become so like good at finding your inner peace. And maybe it's even bypassing where you start to feel like you've lost your personality. And so when he said that, I was like, Oh, I know how you feel Chuck. <laughs> cause, cause there was oh, a part that. when I, when I was going through psychic development and it's all about healing yourself and just finding inner peace. 
And that's how you get to be really connected and become a really clear channel to receive messages from spirit. And there was one point because I've always been known to be a joker. And there was one point where I felt like nothing's funny. Like nothing's funny. Let's just like, do you guys watch the Simpsons? Yes. Okay. Do you remember the episode where Mr. Burns gets like some sort of treatment and he wanders through the town and he's wearing a robe and he's like glowing and people think he's an alien? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think of that because he's just like smiling. He's so sedated and he's just like in his own world. And that's that's what it felt like. And at that point, I remember thinking like, I don't really want to be this healed if I'm going to be this bland. Mm. Ooh, that's awesome. That's deep. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Where can uh, people find out more about you and get in contact with you if they're interested? They can go to my website, which is www.k-r-i-s-e-l-l-c-a-n.com. And that's chriselcan.com. And then my Instagram is at chriselcan.medium. Awesome. awesome. And I'll put it in the show notes as well. So yeah. okay. check that out if you, it'll be linked. Thank you. We are back from speaking with Chriselle. What a pleasure. What a pleasure. What an interesting conversation and topic. We obviously have never spoken about anything medium on this platform before. So, and just like the, super cool. the growing internally and, and how, the way she got there, which yeah. I found fascinating. Which is super like retrospective of this episode with the Chuck stuff. Yeah. Like she was saying how she felt she was Chuck. Like, yeah, I get yeah. you. So I feel like it was it was very becoming. It was to have her on for this episode. So thank you so much. And if you're interested, all of the all of her links will be in our description for the episode. So yeah. make sure to check her out. All right. So I have some trivia. It was watched by 1.24 million views. The episode title is based off the movie The Big Sleep and the theatrical performance Sleep No More. The cast actually attended a performance of Punk Drunk's interactive off-Broadway theater experience Sleep No More. That's a mouthful. <laughs> that was a mouthful. In Sleep No More, five floors have been converted into a giant performance space to reimagine the story of Macbeth set in a 1930s hotel, the fictional McKittrick Hotel. The opening dream sequence is based off a scene in Audrey Hepburn and Humphrey Bogart's movie, Sabrina. Goof, when Rufus texts Dan that he's proud of him, Dan opens the text to reply, but his father's text is on the right side of the screen, making it seem like Dan texted his father that he's proud of himself. Yeah, I did notice that, actually. Yeah, weird. Tish has some deleted scenes. So there is a deleted scene from the episode where Dorota goes to visit Chuck and Chuck says, let me guess you're on a mission from your mistress to find out about the duck. He's doing well and he'll be swimming again soon. And Dorota says, thank you, but I'm not here for that. And Miss Blair thinks I'm at lunch. And Chuck says she must be delusional to believe that. And Dorota says, no, she needs to reset. So I need you to do me a favor. Stay away from her. Oh, she thinks this is good. 
this good guy thing is an act. I'm a romantic and I like to think you've changed, but she hasn't and won't rest till she proves that you haven't changed. See, see, we needed that. We needed that. that because as much as we would like now, we would like to think Chuck is, oh yeah, let me do this for Blair. It's like, well, someone had to push you to do that a little bit. Right. So, mm. Mm. you know, mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So that was the deleted scene. So thank you, Tish. We had some music by Little Hurricane, the Japanese pop stars, Gardens and Villa and Dom featuring Emma. So fashion, I was obsessed with that gold dress with Ivy, Chivy. with, with Chivy yeah. and the flowers on the bottom. I loved it. It was so incredible. I would love to just wear it tomorrow. Yeah. Um, I liked Blair's leopard dress was cute. It was cute with her little baby bump. That hat was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I liked Serena's big earrings at the event. I wasn't a fan of the dress. I get where we were going with that. Like Her hair looked really pretty, though. Yes. I really like Serena's dress. Me too. Um, and Serena, I did like as much as that vest was obnoxious. I liked the combination of the vest with the skirt and the top. I wish the... F- the fur wasn't on it, but I liked that like sequin metallic yeah. part of it. Uh, but that's really all I had. Yeah, you? that's all I had. Not too. much. Yeah. What about some quotes? Uh, Monkey needs his constitutional, <laughs> which I meant to look up. Like, what is what we is were that like? Mean? But and I asked in the chat, they're like, "Oh, it means he has to go to the bathroom." I was like, "Well, I get that, but like, what does that mean by constitutional? <laughs> like, what are we missing here?" <laughs> Uh, Is it even going to come up? I don't even know. Um, I literally typed in, pet needs his constitutional. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something. I think I'm, I'm not, missing something. I'm I think not, it's going over our head. I'm not going to. Constitutional. Because I was like, okay, Chuckarino. Maybe I will use this of like, oh, Liam needs his constitutional, but I need to understand. Well, yeah, I don't it. understand it. <laughs> Anyway, you guys let us know. Um, you really think pillows undercover tricks me? You're lumpier now. That just really cracked me up. I always thought you were too good to blog. Care to join us for a 2011 family breakfast? And everyone in the chat's like 2020. I'm like, yeah, yeah. With, and especially with the masks, it was like a little too close. I to know. Home. <laughs> uh, you don't need to be seen with some guy to define you. Mm. And if you write about how many strokes it takes to brush your hair, people would read it. Didn't didn't Mike say he Mike was like, it? I would absolutely read that. Of course he would. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chuck, maybe we're maturing too fast. I'm like, maybe you should. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> oh, MVP and shittiest. Yes. I had like a, a tie, but I'll just, I'll go with this one. All okay. right. Ready? Three, Three two, one, Chuck. Yeah. I picked Chuck. I also, we also had the most votes for Chuck, but we did have a vote for Rufus and Dorota. Yeah. Um. I'd pick Chuck even though that last, I won't count that last scene because it technically wasn't in the episode. Right. But, you know, I like where it's going. I like I like this development. And Dorota, I mean, she's adorable and she's perfect always. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Dorota, <laughs> I love just how she's always team Blair and team love. Yeah. And I, I just, she's the best. She is the best. She's like continually the best character. The best. She really, her, her and Cyrus. Her and Cyrus are the best characters. And I wish they were in there more. And we don't get so much development with them, but it doesn't matter. We don't need it. No, it doesn't matter. And like, I just take back what I just said. Like, I wish we had them more. I feel like if we had them more, it wouldn't be as exciting to see them. I don't know about that. I think I can see Cyrus every episode and be happy about <laughs> I know, it. I love him. It's, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not He's enough. so cute. 
cute. He's so cute. All right, shittiest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. three, Eight, two, one, Diana. Diana. Diana, for sure. She's queen shit. She is. I also wanted to give Blair a little nudge like come on Blair come on because she needs to keep telling herself I made the right decision when she knows she did it exactly because she's endgame with (laughs) right Um, all of our votes were Diana yeah all right it's time for a Betty of the week Betty of the week you were total Betty total Betty Betty You're a total Betty. This week I chose I chose Katie F. Katie F. Kitty Cat Katie because Michelle, I have to show you something. Did she send cats? She did. Oh, Katie. Here it comes. Yay! Oh my god, it's so exciting. Oh my god. <gasps> so pretty, right? Okay, so let's describe. It's Hermione. Hermione is gray and white and the most gorgeous blue eyes. I mean, these blue eyes take up the whole kitty cat's face. They're so cute. Oh my gosh, Hermione's gorgeous. Hermione is so cute. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so um, much for sending that. I wanted to just represent you this week because, I, I mean... Obviously, your name is Kitty Cat Katie. We know you love cats. I mean, you know Michelle loves cats. So <laughs> just wanted to say hello. Thank you so much for your email. We love seeing these pictures. We asked a task of getting the cats and you delivered. So you get a gold star. Yes. And thank you so much for being with us. We really, truly appreciate you. And we just love seeing your cats and getting to know you. So thank you so very much. Thank you. Okay, Michelle, the time for the title for next week. Yeah. For five eight, which we're gonna have our pal Adrian on for My next week, girl. If you Adrian. guys want to get in questions for Adrian, please send them to three gossip girls pod at gmail.com. You know Adrian, we love Adrian, so send her some goodies. Yeah, the title is All the Pretty Sources. All the <laughs> my three gossip words are three gossip words. Shower, doubts, sources. I could not not use source, so it had to be. Shower. Shower. Baby shower. Baby shower, doubts. I think this has to do with Blair and her doubts, even though she just proved to herself that it's all good, but I think she will get some doubts. Or maybe it's Dorota's baby shower. I think it's Blair's baby shower. Or, wait a minute, a bridal shower or a combination. It's a bridal shower. It's a bridal shower. Because the wedding is coming soon. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's go with that. Sources. I mean, <laughs> this episode everybody's fun. using all their sources, no? I mean, Diana's using her source. William's using his source. Chivy's using her source. Padge is going to use his source. I have to say, sidebar, which we'll keep this in. You know, Christelle doesn't know about Padge or probably doesn't. No. So me stumbling, I had to really, th- I didn't want to describe it again because I feel I like our listeners. You guys are tired. You know it. why. I mean, but I was like, Dan. And you, I think at one point you said Dan because I couldn't get it out. Dan. I still, it feels weird. But Dan. anyway, Padge just feels so much. I mean. Mm-hmm. It just rolls. It just feels so nicely <laughs> in the mouth. But uh, yeah, so that's what I, I think. 
everybody's going to be using their sources to connive. Bridal shower 100%. And doubts, I think we'll have to do a Blair. Okay. I think we're going to see her struggle a little bit. Mm. Or Chivy has doubts. I mean, I can go really just ch- surface level. Be like, Chivy mm-hmm. has doubts. Mm-hmm. Nate has doubts. But Chivy's fired. She's gone. That's it. <laughs> She's not on the island. Because imagine. Imagine. No. no, no. <laughs> I would di- pull I this would, cord I out. Would, I would die. Be like, <laughs> I'm done. Get yourself a new host. Imagine like Chivy just like doesn't come back. And then like all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait. We're gonna re we're gonna introduce like the real Charlie. Oh <laughs> uh, well, but like still, no, we would need to sum no, we up. Still need no, to, you're we right, you're need right. It. I'm about to get on that board. I'm like, okay, that would work. <laughs> so yeah, that's where I'm gonna end that. Okay, yeah, awesome. Mm-hmm. An emoji. I think uh, Sean sent the spirals in our Discord chat. I think that's pretty awesome because we were saying how Chivy was spiraling. Yes, I think that's a good one. I think you should send that to us what we mean by that if you're new here we just want to hear from you so we give you an emoji every week that goes with the episode we just yeah. want you to send it to us just send it to us um because at this point you have lasted uh maybe 40 50 something minutes into the episode Probably so we just want to say hey thanks so much for being here and we just want to know that you are listening all the way through yeah so and if you, you listen on uh apple podcasts think about leaving us a review we got a new one <gasps> yay Five stars, the couch emoji. <gasps> Just sit back and relax. Couch oh. emoji from Music. Oh my God, Vic. Yeah. Uh, this is a surprise because I just opened up our reviews uh-huh. to read this. Yeah. If you're looking for an escape from your day, listen to this podcast and just sit and relax while you hear Liz and Michelle talk about the show. Every time I listen to them, I smile. They have fun segments and answer questions. For those who have seen Gossip Girl, they have a segment where you can discuss spoilers. Such a fun podcast with awesome girls. Check them out. No doubt you will smile too. Oh, thank you so much. Vic is one of our thank you, Vic listeners for so long and a yeah, patron of long-term ours. Long-term patron. Uh, but yes, we that means so much to us. Thank you so much. That was such a. I, nice I did not treat. know this. Did you know this was in no, here? No, I didn't. They just opened up my when phone. When you said that, I was like, we got a review. We got another review. So this but is But guys, a- do you see how excited we are? Oh my goodness. Do you want to make us ladies excited? We're almost in shock that we got. Yes, we're actually in we're shock. We're like looking at each other like, wait, you didn't know this? You didn't Because we usually share. We usually get... <laughs> And I've been right away, away and it's just been a crazy week. So this is so nice. Thank you so much. We also have a Patreon. You can check us out. Patreon.com slash Total Betty Podcast Network. Link is in the bio. You can find out what else we do over there. Yeah, check us out. Before we go, I have a treat, a Will's treat. Will's treat. This one's going to be fun. And actually, coincidentally, it is Vic's submission. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Gossip Girl characters as rom-coms. I'm so excited for this. (gasps) Awesome. Okay. We have Blair. Such a classic. I did not proofread these so i'm super excited to get like the real raw reaction Mm -hmm. okay so 10 things i hate about you a sharp-tongued and strong beauty falls in love with a secretly deep but deeply flawed bad boy easy money i mean yes please oh my god i love that movie i love it so much so it's such a good movie yeah chuck 13 going on 30 another great movie he moves between acting 13 and acting 30 as simple as that perfect (laughs) Dan, oh, forgetting Sarah Marshall. That is a classic. Oh, my goodness. Dan's whole arc could be called forgetting Serena Vanderwoodson. (laughs) 
<laughs> so true. Serena Bridget Jones's diary. I mean. She is a master boy juggler. Nate Hitch. His sex life is Hitch and his relationship life is Kevin James character pre-Hitch, the duality of a young man. That's pretty great. Oh, Chivy, when Harry met Sally, Chivy seems to go between lover and friend for all the guys she's close to. Yeah. That's true. Rufus, sleepless in Seattle. A sad man from a grungy city falls in love after a heartbreak with a woman he deeply loved. Right up his alley, Blue Ribbon goes to singles. Oh, I've never seen singles. I've never seen singles either. What is that about? Singles? <laughs> it sounds like a swinger. You're making that up. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, our all-time classic, Clueless. Beverly Hills princess falls in love with a brunette cool guy is something right out of her playbook. Little Lily is a total Betty. She for sure she is. She is a total Betty. Kelly, we would love... Hey, Kelly, if you're listening, I you're know not. you're not, but hi, we'd love to speak with you and we really we would. love you so much. Anyway, yeah. uh, Diane, <laughs> Austin Powers, I mean, if you know, you know, international man of mystery. Yeah. I mean, yes. yeah, yeah, Maureen, the big sick. I've never actually seen this, but I've heard it's very good. It's very good. I've actually seen that. Are we shocked? I'm no, shocked. Nobody cares. No, I'm shocked that you have. Thank you. Um, I would stay in a hospital for years by her side. Easy. Also, <laughs> it would be sick to meet Ray Romano. Did you know his kid goes to the University of Oregon just like me? I did not. That's awesome. And Miss Carr, Juno. Both are hip and from the Midwest. Another great movie. Yes. Juno is so good. Yeah. Um, those were incredible, Will. This is probably one of my favorites, if not my favorite one wow. you've done so far. And he actually sent me, he's like, I've done 38 of these. Well, and I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> which is incredible. Thank you so much to everyone who submitted. So I mean, keep it coming because he's got a plethora of imagination in that brain of his. He's amazing. Um, but just like, I can't believe 37 weeks of a podcast that he's done. Like it, when you put it in numbers, it's like, Wow, he's created so much. Oh my gosh. And I mean, I know we look forward to this segment. If you if you love Will's segment, just give us just shout shout him out. We'll reshare. We'll send it to him because I'm sure it will make him smile yes, too. Yes, please send us a message that you love Will's segment so we can pass around yeah. pass along the love to Will. We would love that. And I'm yeah. sure he would. Um, but let's hop in the, in the cart. Click <laughs> And the click and the strap in, it's not lifting right. Mm. You, that always <gasps> is such panic when you get in that roller coaster. And cart. it's like a little loose. Yes. And you're like, wait, I'm going to fall out. This is how I die. I also get so super paranoid. I mean, I haven't been on a roller coaster in a long time. I love them, but it's been a long time. But like anything loose, like your phone, your pocketbook, your hat, like your what glasses. your glasses. Oh my God, they could literally be done. Bye. You, you know what? As I've gotten older, you don't give a shit. Think, it's like, no, no, no. Uh, I think I've aged them out. You've oh, that's exactly what my mom has said, and I she think, says it will happen to me too. I don't know. I I love rides, and I'll go cliff dive, like cliff mm -hmm. jumping and stuff. I've done that on vacation. I don't know. I get like anxiety, and it's part of the fun and the yes. thrill of it. And I'm like, do I really need my? Does my heart really need to go up that high? Mm -hmm. I don't. And you're waiting online. You're like, do I need to do this? Do I really need to do this? And like, I don't yeah. know if I should do this. And then you're. Like, and it's always fun, but the more I think it's about it, it's always so I'm like, quick, though. It's over within like I know. seconds, and you're like, I waited all for that. I know, but the more I'm like, maybe I'm, huh? I don't know. We'll see. I haven't been to a theme park in a very long time. Long time, really long. And time. And probably the next time I go will be a long time, and then I'll be even older. Yeah, and then you'll be like thinking about it but even like, more. Like, no, this. 
Yeah. Anyway, we're in. Anyway, we're in. We're strapped. We're going. Click, 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 click. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Gossip Girls. After Dark. We're here in After Dark. Sahara has delivered this week. Sahara. I'm so excited to read this email. So Sahara says, I'm so glad I was able to clear some things up for you guys regarding the voiceovers. Finally, the answer as for whether or not Gossip Girl was always meant to be Dan. No. Which I feel like doesn't come as much surprise when you look back at the show and all the instances when it couldn't be him. I'm sure you guys know that in season one, they were setting it up for Eric to be Gossip Girl, but that was dropped once an article on NYT guessed it. After that, the showrunners had no idea who Gossip Girl was and weren't really stressing out about it too much until around season four. That's when they chose their Gossip Girl and spent season five setting it up. After another surprising fact is that it wasn't Dan, but none other than Nathaniel Archibald. Yeah, right. He's an excerpt of the article I linked of Josh Safran talking about it. It was Nate. It was Nate until the day I left, Safran said. I think we all came to the conclusion that it might be Nate by the end of season four, and then we spent season five teeing it up. He said, adding that if you watch it, there are many clues it's being Nate. In case you didn't know, Joshua Safran leaves the show around the end of season five. So I'm not sure if they made Dan Gossip Girl at the end of season five, but I do know that season six, Dan is being written as Gossip Girl the whole season. So I feel like that's when you will catch instances of him being Gossip Girl that makes sense. I hope this answer has satisfied your curiosity and would love to know if you think Nate as Gossip Girl would have made more sense. Okay, well, clearly my uh, reaction... Nate, no way. He's too. I mean, I, 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 I mean, for the character, I would have been like, okay, good, because you gave him something. Yeah, but it's not even. See, like even all this of like, there's no way Patch could be Gossip Girl, right? And certain things to me, it makes more sense Patch is Gossip Girl because Same. of the way he writes and Same. because of his pettiness and because of his pretentiousness yeah, and yeah, yeah. how he feels and this insider thing. Yeah, and Nate to me is just like, Duh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sweet and. You know, I like right. the chicks. Mm-mm. Right. Just the way their format. We'd have to develop Nate in such a different way for it to actually, I think, make sense to me. Right. I think, I th- and I think if we would have had this revelation at the end of season six that Nate is Gossip Girl, people would be furious because it wouldn't. It doesn't make sense unless, for this character. Unless this next half of this season and. I guess let's just say the last half of the season since this is when Nate supposedly is Gossip Girl. Oh, I see. Okay. Actually, I have a thought. Next week will make more sense. If Nate. Right now, Nate is technically Gossip Girl, This is the only thing that I think could make sense for Nate being Gossip Girl, and it happens in next week's episode. So right now, technically, Nate is Gossip Girl, Right, right? Technically, right. From the start of season five, let's just say. End of season four and beginning of season five. We haven't had anything, I guess any finale sh- works inkling. for Spectator, right? So he's getting more inside right? that. Which is funny because if Diana's trying to take down Gossip Girl, he's working for the enemy. Right. Right. Sahara, 
thank you so much because I am super like I'm I'm into talking about this. Me too. So now I'm gonna watch it as Nate being Gossip Girl and Same. not Patch. Let's do that from now on as much as we possibly can. Yeah. And in After Dark, I look forward to talking about how Nate could or couldn't be, and maybe how Patch couldn't couldn't be could or couldn't. Or we be. just like take Patch off the table. Let's just take him off because technically it's not Nate. until season six until we see that. Nate is technically Gossip Girl right now. This is fun. This is fun. I'm interested in this because it's something that I didn't know, really. And also, you know, we've been tracking Padge. I'm going to pay more attention to Nate. Me too. Because they don't, we don't pay any attention to Nate. And I guess that's what they want you to do. Did you see Chase Crawford on SNL? I didn't. With Kim K hosted last week. I saw her uh, monologue, which I thought was great. It was great. She also did. There's a couple of... I watched all of them. Yeah, because I, I didn't watch I the never whole episode. watched SNL anymore. The People's Court. She acted as Courtney. Oh, my and God. And then Chris was on and Chloe. It, it's fantastic. Oh, I'm going to watch. And then she was Princess Jasmine and Pete Davidson was <gasps> oh. Aladdin. But she did The Bachelorette. And she had all of these suitors, like John Cena. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I Chase saw Crawford was one of them. Oh, my God. And she's like, will you accept this token? And thank you so much for talking about all your time on Gossip Girl. And like, <laughs> and he's just like thinking. Oh, my God. It was good. That's so funny. I highly enjoyed all of Kim's skits. And I thought she did a great job. Yeah. I mean, her monologue was great. I love Kim Kardashian. I support those Me Kardashians. Me, too. I will... I will get into arguments about it. And I don't even fully watch the Kardashians, um, but... I haven't watched them in I years. Have little respect. Me too. I think they are incredible businesswomen. Yeah. And Kim And they're is, really great mothers. As far as I can tell and what I've seen, I think they're incredible Kim mothers. Kim is so poised. I've watched many interviews and listened to many interviews with her. And I'm just like, yes, Kim Kardashian. And honestly, and I, I watch a lot of people who have met her, um, like through her like makeup line and stuff. And they're like, she's a really genuine person who actually loves her product and everyone i mean everyone talks about how skims is like literally like i want to get all of her krista has the skims robe they're like it's the best shit ever yeah best underwear best bras best lounge like what i'm like i want it all yeah um but But anyway much respect to the kardashian much respect watch the chase crawford on. oh i'm gonna watch it all i'm excited it's a good skit um tish just has one point how do you think dan Gossip Girl feels about Serena, who he has basically built his gossip reputation on. Oh, um, how do we think, I guess, that how Dan would feel about Serena, the one who pretty much was about the Gossip Girl, you know, this how created Gossip Girl, taking down Gossip Girl. He's not going to like it very much. No, and (laughs) let's think Nate now. Let's think Nate. Let's think Nate. Why would Nate do this? It makes no fucking sense to have for Nate to be Gossip Girl. Right. I know it not to go back into circle, but it's like there's no militia there. Why would Nate want to do this? Right. Why would he poke fun? Or like, it would just make more sense if it was Dan because he's the outsider. He wanted to be in the in crowd and sees all these people for who they really are. Like Nate is not a malicious person. Not he at gets all. over things quickly. He's upset, but he's like he has a conscience. Why like, would he write shit? I can't imagine Nate being like, "Let me just log on and like write a." quit you know and like write it really sassy like gossip girl (laughs) but um you know i think it's about you would have to look at you'd have to assume if you're gonna write stuff about someone for so long they're gonna come after you and take try to take you down oh absolutely yeah agreed um but 
thank you to Sahar. Thank you for Tish. Thank you, Chriselle. Because thank you. Thank you to everyone who yeah. has sent us their questions, their comments. Um, and next week we'll be back for episode eight. Whoa. Whoa, eight weeks. It's two months into a podcast. <laughs> I can't believe it. And uh in next week we'll be uh yeah. With Adrian. With Adrian and we're excited to speak with her. So we hope you enjoyed. Have a great day, evening, wherever you are, and we will be back next week. Thank you so much for listening to Three Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.